Do you ever feel stuck in negative thought patterns? Like no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to break out of a funk. Today, we'll share the simple things you can do that can retrain your brain to look for the positives and develop gratitude so you can get out of your own way and stop feeling like shit all the time, like me. But first, this is the FitMess where together, we learn to develop habits that help us live beyond our mental health struggles to create happier, healthier lives. He's Zach, he lives in the future with his anxiety. He's Jeremy, and he lives in the past with his depression. And we get together once a week in the present to share the obstacles we face and how we overcome them. That's right, so Zach, you and I, we've, we've been in our own funks lately as we have prominently displayed on the show in, in ways that I don't think we really have in years. Uh, so that's been really interesting and we've been hearing from a lot of people uh, with a lot of support. That really means a lot. You can do that. Uh, you can reach out to us through our website, thefitmess.com. But our guests today have had battles of their own, including you know loss of purpose, loss of identity, depression, limiting beliefs, all the stuff that so many of us struggle with every day. All those garden variety traumas that plague so many of us. But they've lived through it and they've come out the other side stronger and empowered to help others do the same. That's right. Some of the things that we've talked about on the show recently is our own battles and the ups and downs. I have been struggling for a little bit. Work's been tough. Life has been tough. All the things have been tough, like just lots and lots of things. You know, any any one of them, not a super huge deal, mm -hmm. but you put them all into the same pot and you turn the burner on high and you've got a recipe for catastrophe. Mm -hmm. And things are better. I mean, the problems are still there. The work stress is still there. All the things are still there. But instead of, you know, just living through that and feeling like a victim and not dealing with my shit... I've been working on taking time for myself, making sure I'm getting the exercise I need, the mental exercise I need, the meditations, all the breathing, all the things, all the things that we talk about, all the things that I know and love that keep me sane and healthy. And that's it, man. Like you, you gotta put the work in. Like you don't just get magically happy overnight. You gotta work on it. And it's a choice you wake up with every single day. And you know what? For a couple of days, I made the wrong choice where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna feel like shit today. I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm not going to meditate. I'm not going to do these things because woe is me. Mm -hmm. You know what? I made a different choice. Now we're better. <laughs> now I'm better. I'm happy. I'm smiling. Yeah. Shit's still there. Yeah. But you got to make that choice, man. You well, can't live like that. And I, and I don't want to speak for you here, but I know for me, when, when I, you know, I was sharing pretty vulnerably some, some struggles I was having, you know, venting, we've talked about this a bunch, that like complaining, whining about it has its place but it also has an end mm -hmm. and the purpose of it to just get it off your chest, to give it some space, to give it a place to land is powerful, but without taking the important next step of, so how am I going to fix it? it? It kind of becomes uh, a cyclical thing that you do over and over again. So you have to go into the sessions like you and I have shared with the intention of, I need to find a way out either through, just making space in my head to think something else other than these horrible thoughts or to hopefully get some feedback from, uh, you know, a, a trusted advisor that can help me see things a little differently. And you got to go even a step further than how am I going to get out of this? I will listen to anyone vent and complain about anything for a while. Mm -hmm. So long as what comes out of their mouth when they're done venting is, and here's what I'm going to do about it. Mm -hmm. Not, find it like you just pick something and you do it mm -hmm. and if that doesn't work you do something else if that doesn't work you do something else but just complaining and not doing anything about it 
what's the definition of insanity? <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, so since I've picked myself back up and done all the things that I've wanted to do, our guest today, the name of their show, High Vibing It. I love that. So like I, as I've been picking myself back up and doing all the things that I need to do, like I've been walking on, around the house going, oh, I just high vibed it. Like I'm getting myself back up nice. there. I love the name of this show. Uh, and, and it's a great show, especially the one I was on without you, because for some reason you couldn't attend, but uh, I was lucky enough well, to that- be on their show. The vibe on that one was definitely higher, for sure. <laughs> uh, but the, our guests are the hosts of that show, High Vibe in It, Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. Together, they help people unlock their full potential by clearing limiting beliefs, aligning their energy, and creating intentional, empowering mindsets. And we started our conversation by asking Kelsey about her own claim that she has conquered depression. I had to know how she did it. I think I put it in that verbiage because it really felt like a win when I was able to dig myself out of the hole. Mm-hmm. Because... The depressive episode started in my late teens, early adulthood, and it was really like the perfect storm of hormonal imbalance, not knowing how to process my feelings, not having like deep intimacy with other people in my life, like having people around, but not having like the deep connection that I needed. And I was basically really injured. I was on track to be a professional dancer, but I hurt my back. I hurt my hips. And so like my whole life goal was like basically crushed. And I fell into this depressive episode for like three years and it happens slow. So you don't really notice. But then like one day you're like, what happened to me? I used to like things. I used to like life. I used to have hobbies. I used to like people. And now everything's just miserable and horrible and I want out. So in the depths of the despair, I was like, I have two choices here. I can figure out how to enjoy my life again and get better. Or I can probably just be on the timeline of suicide. Like nobody wants to live like this forever, including me. So like I'm going to get out or I'm going to figure it out. So I kind of said an ultimatum to the universe. And I was like, universe, what's a homegirl got to do to get some help around here? (laughs) Like send the resources, send the perspectives, the information, the healing, the people, whatever I need to get better. Like I am ready to learn how to like really thrive in life and enjoy it to the max. And of course, as I asked, my prayer was answered and I was able to find the right help, the right podcast, the right perspectives, the right books, the right teachers to honestly change my lifestyle and my mindset and get better that way. Because I was kind of anti-medicine at the time. Not that I am for everyone in all cases, but I wanted to do it like the achiever, hardcore way, like get yourself out of the depression type way. And I was able to with the right mindset shifts and spiritual tools. And really something that helped me the most was starting a gratitude practice because it helped me to rewire my neural pathways to look for everything that was right, everything that was working, things that I could be grateful for, even though I didn't feel grateful for anything in the beginning because I was like wanting to die. Um, So, yeah. Did that answer your question? (laughs) Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah, I, I am curious. I, I don't want to dwell too much on this, but can you talk a little bit about the tools? Like what were the actual applications that you used to yeah. dig yourself yeah. out? So one was actually processing my feelings and getting in touch with the sadness. Instead of trying to avoid, avoid, push it away, suppress it, I was just exploring like, okay, what am I actually sad about? And like validating the part of me that was really upset and allowing myself to process that through tears, through movement, dancing, like that looks different for everybody, but processing the sadness, validating that, allowing it to exist, not judging it, 
and not making it mean anything, right? Because it's very different to be like, I'm experiencing a depressive episode. I'm really depressed versus like, I'm a depressed person. And that means like, I'm going to be miserable forever, right? So not attaching those negative meanings to it, just letting the sadness live because emotions know how to process themselves. So doing that by myself, but also with facilitators, because it's hard when you're new to emotional practices. So emotional practices like that for processing and healing, the gratitude practice, a lot of meditation, a lot of movement, physical movement, sunlight's important for me, diet, like literally from every aspect, I was like, okay, we got to revamp the system. Well, that sounds like an awful lot of work, personally. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it's it's a lot. So, you know, I, I kind of want to kick it over uh, to Lindsay and, you know, talk about mindset a little bit. Like, you've got to get yourself into a different headspace in order to go down those roads, right? Yes. And just kind of when you're in that space that Kelsey describes, I mean, we've all kind of been there to some extent of that. Like, what do I even do? Like, what do I, how, what, what do you mean? I just want to lay here, which, you know, can also be therapeutic to to an extent, but at some point just doing, I think the best way to start would be just to like, put your feet on the floor. Okay. And now what do I do? I I actually just put out an Instagram reel and I don't ever do this. Kelsey knows, but I was sharing like this one really hard day that I had. I woke up and I was just like, I don't want to do nothing. I just, I'm so, I feel so heavy. And I know that depression is different, but we all have days. And I just put out, here's what I did. I stood up, I brushed my hair, I washed my face. I ended up stretching because that moves, moves energy, anything to move the energy. And it doesn't have to be big. I mean, what Kelsey's describing sounds like a lot, but it really is just a lot of very small things that we can all begin to do. And when you can start small, they lead to like, oh, I actually feel a little better. Maybe I could go take a walk outside. Oh, that felt really good. Maybe I could do some exercise or listen to some music that I really like. Where first waking up, you, you, the thought of putting on music or like dancing. No, no, thank you. Yeah. But I think that he is one moment at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Do one thing and that leads to the next one moment at a time. And you will find your mindset kind of expanding. You'll find your willingness to do better and better things getting better and better. And the thing that I love about subconscious work, we, we all do conscious work all the time, but we know we're doing it. The, the thing with subconscious work is you don't know that a change is being made until you find yourself up against the same situation that you used to have all the time. But now you're thinking differently. Now those ne- neural pathways are taking a different route, a, a better feeling route that you didn't even know how it happened or when it happened, but because you were taking these small steps and because you kept doing the conscious work, that became subconscious and and it doesn't really feel hard anymore. I mean, it always kind of feel feels hard, but the hardest stuff begins to feel easier. You get better shocks on your car. Those, uh, <laughs> those small steps that you're talking about, I, I've used this analogy before, so I'm going to you know sound like a dad here for a minute. Have you guys watched, uh, have you seen Frozen 2? Of course. I've got kids. So when Anna is, is in the cave and she thinks Elsa is, has died and everyone is, has, you know, the, her world has crashed. Yes. There has never been a more accurate depiction of what depression feels like for me. Like I was <laughs> yeah. sobbing. I was like, oh my God, I feel so seen right now. Like this is so incredible how they captured this. Yeah. And how she starts talking about just doing the next right thing became my mantra after that. It was just like, whenever I'm in that state, it's just like, what is the next thing I can do that moves me forward out of this? 
because every part of your being, no matter how much you know, how many, how full your toolbox is of all the walks and meditations and lifting and cold therapy and all the stuff, you're just like, ah, it's not worth it. What's the point? Why, yep. why I'm going to be like this forever. So Lindsay, that's where I want to stay with you with the sort of the, the wiring underneath and, and what you're able to do to help people sort of unravel that to, to move through that and, and to find a way to just start doing the next right thing when every part of their being says not to. Well, yes. And I'm going to go back to kind of why subconscious work is so powerful. Any, any kind of subconscious work. And I'm going to give a few examples because it's not always hypnotherapy. That is a very good one. That's mm -hmm. a great one. You're in a nice dreamy floaty state. You're very receptive. Your subconscious is, you know, ears perked up listening to everything and taking it in. Other subconscious work could be like if you wake up in the first 30 minutes of your day and the last 30 minutes before you fall asleep, those are what we call the magic 30 minute windows where your subconscious is very receptive and awake. So any kind of work that you're doing in those magic windows has a higher likelihood of getting into your subconscious versus the middle of the day, 2 p.m. when you've just had your second cup of coffee. But if you're doing anything in those in those windows, it's very potent. Affirmations because, well... Affirmations, if you're writing them down and if you're using the right way to do them, Kelsey and I know we're talking about this all the time, but people that kind of just recite out loud, like I am, I don't know, thin, <laughs> I am healthy. When you don't believe it, sure, it's not doing nothing, but your subconscious knows that you don't believe it. So it's like, but what are we even talking about? But if you were to say something like, every day I become healthier in every way, or I am open to my most healthiest state of being. That just feels different. It feels like, oh, okay, well, we can get on board with that. It's like cracking the door possibility versus like running through when you know that it's not true. Your your mind, your body, your subconscious knows that you're lying and it's gonna react that way. So it might feel harder. So finding the right way to word affirmations is very important. Also, writing them down, handwriting is a direct line to your subconscious mind. It's something that we do without thinking about it. It is a, by definition, a subconscious behavior, an automatic behavior. So if you're writing these things down, that's why journaling is so important. But if you're writing things down, it just kind of gets that direct communication a little bit more substantial, I guess. It, it, it works. It just works. <laughs> so write it down. <laughs> write it down is a lot, it's a lot easier. And it feels, it, you can feel the shift versus like, I am healthy. You know, write it yeah. down. Maybe wah, write it down in a no, I'm way, not. Every know? part of me knows that's nonsense. Yeah. Or I, I yeah. Like or maybe you're just not the healthiest that you want to be, but that's what you need to say. I am yeah. becoming the healthiest version of me. I'm becoming healthier every day. Or I I feel my most authentic self more and more every day versus like I'm hundred percent there right now. Right. Anyway, so so that's one uh really powerful way to work with your subconscious. Meditation is it can be another form of hypnosis if there's an objective. So if you're doing a guided meditation where there's an objective of feeling healthier, that's hypnosis. Sorry, it just is. Uh, not sorry, actually, because hypnosis is fantastic. But uh, any any kind of like trance or meditation or, or hypnosis or trance-like state that you can get yourself into to kind of reinforce things that you'd like to believe focusing on your self-talk and the thoughts that you're giving yourself every day, huge with subconscious work. If you can focus and like observe the thoughts that you're having about yourself, about your situation, how you feel about that and dig into like, does that feel good? If it doesn't feel good, what can I say or how can I change that wording to feel better? 
What would I like to believe instead? And just observing it really without, again, without judgment, because that's a cycle that we don't want to get into. We don't want to judge ourselves for judging ourselves. Um, but just observing without judgment and kind of trying to find something that feels better to you will begin. Like this is all beginning to rewire your brain. That's what we're doing. We're just rewiring the old path that you've trodden thousands of times that feels like crap. We know what that feels like. Let's try this and see how it goes because it's just it's just way better that way. Yeah. So I love all of that. I mean, I had one myself where I was like, I'm going to be richer every day, but I forgot to add on my bills were not will not get more expensive. <laughs> So that didn't work well. Specific. Yeah, I know yeah. you got to dial it in. Um, so I kind of want to shift a, a little bit. I want to hear more about your podcast, High Vibe Ain't It. I love the title. I love the name. It's fantastic. I want to know who came up with it. And how did you guys meet and get together? Like, how did this all start? It does start with me. I'm not going to brag about it, but it is, it is kind of like. <laughs> but it I was said, all me. Yeah, no, I started it. So I, actually, I know how much it hurts to pat yourself on the on the back. I do it all the time. It's just you, you start to get sore. It's hard. Well, and the thing is, I was very reluctant. So in 20, uh, just a very short story version of it is I, I hired a business coach in 2017. And she's like, you have to do a speaker summit. You have to get all these speakers on a panel. You got to do this three day long thing. And I'm like, no, don't want to. Don't like it. Don't don't want to do it. But she's like, you have to do it. So I, I looked for experts and I really wanted to find somebody that talked about manifesting because uh, that was like a huge thing, uh, theme. So I found Kelsey. She's like, I don't know. She asked me to this day, like, how did you find me? I was like, I don't know. I Googled it. Manifesting coach, your blonde bob with red lipstick popped up on my screen. That's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I, I was like, she looks fun. And we immediately like became really close like just in that one we couldn't stop talking we couldn't walk. stop talking and so i knew that she was like my people and we became very fast friends anyway fast forward to like a year later i get asked to do like this radio show you know that they do that thing like what could you talk about forever if you had a microphone i was like well subconscious hypnosis all the things mindset and i was like i don't they're like okay well let's give you a show i was like no again nope don't want to do it really don't like it and then I was like, can I do it with a co-host? And like, yeah, you could, of course you could. She's immediately the person I talked to. And I was like, now, Kelsey, you take over and tell them like how I acted. Because this is all her for sure. Well, Lindsay, she doesn't like the spotlight. So not that you could tell because she's not shy anymore. But she used to be like, oh, I have to show up on video. People can hear my voice. Oh, I hate it. Everything about it. Horrible. Right. So she was like, not about the show idea. And we had been friends for a while now. And of course, in my mind manifesting ways I was already in the process of manifesting my own podcast but it just hadn't like been the right opportunity but it was written down at somewhere that I was gonna have a podcast and whatever and so Lindsay comes to me and she's like hey they want me to do this show but like I'm not really down but they said I could have a co-host so, like if you want to do it with me I would consider and I was like oh my gosh here's my podcast we totally gotta do it girl like it's here it's happening no, I believe her words were Lindsay we're doing it <laughs> And I was like, that was the most obvious opportunity that ever presented itself. Yeah. So we did our show. And at first it was live, which was fun. And we had like people call in and stuff. Commercial um, breaks. It was like nerve wracking, but good. Because we got good at it really fast from having to do it live, like mm -hmm. having that pressure. And then eventually we left the network that we were on so that we wouldn't have to like pay basically like a mortgage every month to like have this show and provide this information to people. And then we've been on our own for a couple of years now. And I think we're like 200 or something episodes in. And every 
every week. We're just helping people to live their best life, love themselves, manifest their dream, get into their mindset, anything that has to do with wellness, spirituality, personal development, health, uh, those aliens topics. Aliens. Don't forget aliens. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> that we're done. I, I bring people on and I'm like, you know, we got to talk about aliens. Custom like, okay, fine. Galactic we'll talk about Federation. <laughs> yeah. It's a hot topic right now. It's a hot topic. <laughs> it is. So how is your show helping both of you? Is it helping you stay accountable? Are there things that are happening in your life where you're like, oh my God, that's exactly what I needed to hear today and, and connecting in that way? Oh my gosh, Kels, how many episodes have we done where we're like, I just don't, I'm just so like in a funk and you're just like, just press record. We'll just start talking. By the end of the episode, we're like, oh, so energized. So awesome. Yeah. So on top of the world. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely has been something. I used to look at myself as someone who wasn't consistent, which I don't really know why I had that perception of myself because I have been consistent with things throughout my life. But so this is a whole side topic, but people on our show have gotten us into human design. And my human design is a manifesting generator. And manifesting generators are notorious for like switching paths, having multiple careers, doing a lot of stuff, like masters of all trades. Like we don't narrow down, right? So I used to judge that about myself a lot and be like, oh, I always quit things, move on to something more exciting, or I always do something new. And doing the show for so long each week, showing up every Monday to record and produce and publish a show has definitely helped me see myself as a more consistent person who has like more follow through. Not that I didn't, but I just didn't see that about myself, I think, until the podcast. And we're always on the podcast like, asking for a friend but really you know like just getting <laughs> right. free coaching sessions right. from like our guests yes There's, so, again this really all really sounds fun. very very familiar I, I, you know, yeah i, I, I definitely to speak to to kind of what kelsey was saying too like i i've noticed about me when i started the podcast and even when i was doing the event because what happened for me was i was doing in-person session in north hollywood california for a really long time then i moved here to Las Vegas, and I did not want to see clients in person. I just wanted to do online. So I was essentially relaunching an entire business because I did not know what I was doing in the internet space at all. And I, I noticed about myself that what you're taught when you learn, when you kind of become a professional hypnotherapist, at least where I went, was like, do not bring yourself into the room. Stay very professional. Do not talk about yourself. Don't even look at them. <laughs> you know, just be be that person for them, hold space for them. And I completely attached myself to that in a way that like, I didn't even know what message I was giving people. Like I didn't even know who I was as a, as a healer, as a helper, as a facilitator. I was just like, what do you need me to be? What do you want me to do? And I think that by reluctantly showing up every day, especially live, there's something about live that really like throws you into the deep end. You're going to say some stupid shit and then you're going to have to just live with it. Like it just happened good luck with your life now. But like, you you really do have to kind of just roll with it. And it really helped me to not only roll with it, but embrace that I'm going to say stupid shit sometimes. And it's just, that's the way that it's going to be. So if you like me, awesome. If you don't like me, it's cool. And I've found that people that come to me now already know the kind of person I am and like that person. So they are even more trusting of me, even more embracing of like who I am as a person so that I can do my best work with them. So I just, I feel like for me, it's like I've embraced my self and my professional self. And they've kind of become one at this point where before I tried everything I could do to keep them separate. And I think there is a space for that and a time for that. 
but it just it is not working for me and this works much better. So I, I think that that's definitely part of the podcast that did that for me a lot. A lot of it is. Two things you both said there connect for me. And one is just that idea of letting go of all the stories you tell yourself that, you know, are just not true. They're just stories you believe because some somewhere you pick them up. And for me, one of them yeah. was like, you can't do anything unless you're perfect at it, unless you're awesome. And mm. I, have, I have grown so much in the last, really the last few years to embrace, I don't care what the outcome is. I'm just going to keep taking steps forward and keep bumping into things that are wrong and mm -hmm. find the right thing that way. Because otherwise I'm still sitting back at the starting line waiting to figure out something with, with yep. no clue of, of which way to go. So I love all that. We are out of time. So I need to just ask quickly, uh, where can we learn more about both of you, uh, your shows and, and the work you guys offer? Kelsey, you go first. Okay. Yeah. So you can find us. We both have websites. Mine's KelseyAida.com. Lindsay's is LindsayRobinson.com. So just our names. If you search high vibe in it, drop the G. We're too cool for that. Three separate <laughs> words. High vibe in it is the podcast. So that's where you can go for free, awesome conversations every week. Um, that's probably the best place to find both of us. And we're also on social, on TikTok and on Instagram, just our names, Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. And you were both kind enough to have me on the show, not Zach, of course, because he, he had other big, big deal things to do. But I had a great time on your show. So we'll make sure we link uh, the, the, your show and all of your, just, all this stuff in the show notes here. Yeah, just just like the G, I was too cool for it. He was too cool, cool to be there. Way too cool. He was, was hanging out with the G. episode about <laughs> if you need motivation in life for things that you know you need to do or you know you want to do, but you're just not doing them. So if you need to get motivated yeah. it was a great episode oh, thank you and guys. it was recent so you don't have to scroll very far That's thank right. you guys so much for having us our thanks to kelsey aida and Lindsay robinson from the high vibing it podcast you can find their podcast including the episode that jeremy was on that good. i wasn't it's pretty good which you which i mean because i'm not on it you could probably give it six stars if you could yeah definitely. but you, you can find all of that information by visiting the show notes for this episode at thefitmess.com and Zach, for me, there was really one big takeaway from this conversation of all of the things we talked about, but it's the simple little things that over time make a big difference, like journaling, gratitude, movement. You know, if you're stuck, you just need to shake shit up. Do one thing different today that is the next right thing toward feeling better to reaching that goal. So again, this is the kind of information that we hear on this show a lot. It's, it's the simple things. When you come to a podcast like this, you're looking for that that groundbreaking new idea, that thing I haven't tried yet, when odds are it is something simple like keeping a journal or starting a gratitude practice. I mean, these little things seem insignificant until you do them a little bit every day for a long time, and then you can look back and really see the difference that they've made. Yeah, those little things can be groundbreaking. You know, looking back at the last 25 years of my life, you know, the couple of things that I've been doing for 25 years, like I am a completely different person because of that. So those little things. And you know what? You know what's great about those little things? If they don't work, you try a different little thing mm -hmm. and you really didn't invest a whole lot of time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you're feeling stuck, it's because you're doing the same things over and over again, expecting a different result. Try something different, no matter how small. Or, or you're standing in a tar pit, like that you'll be stuck. In yeah, you'll be stuck there sure. a while. There's not a lot I can do to help you there. Sorry. You're, you're yeah, kind of like small little changes or, I mean, you might want to just try screaming louder. <laughs> All right. Well, as four podcasters, we geeked out about how fun it is to do this kind of work, to help people, to make big changes in their lives. We talked a lot more about that in the bonus clip from this interview. You can get that in the newsletter, which you can subscribe to at thefitmess.com. And that's where you'll find another new episode from us in just a few days. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. See you, everyone.
We know this podcast is amazing and doesn't seem to lack anything, but we need a legal disclaimer. Prior to implementing anything discussed in this podcast, it is your responsibility to conduct your own research and consult your physician. You should assume that Jeremy and Zach don't know what they're talking about, and they're not liable for any physical or emotional issues that occur directly or indirectly from listening to this podcast.